This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. We're in Japan. Why are you watching videos? Just using my phone to find our next meal. What's that? Let's find out. With my Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra, I can circle it with the S Pen and search right in the app. It looks like it's called Takoyaki. Tofu! Actually, it's fried octopus. <laughs> I knew that. Circle it, find it. With the new Galaxy S24 Ultra and circle the search with Google. Get yours now at Samsung.com. Internet connection required. Results may vary based on visuals. The legends are true. With overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters Podcast, where we take the intimidation out of well-being and beauty to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. We are sisters-in-law and your hosts. I'm Amy Sherman. And I'm Katie Chandler. So let's get into some real conversation. Happy New Year. It has been a couple weeks since Katie and I have been on the mic together, and we're so excited to start the year together and with you all. And we're going to talk today mostly about things that are trending in 2023 in the beauty, wellness, self-care space that we're seeing that are happening that are new and exciting and also a little bit of catch up because Katie, it's just been a while. I haven't seen you. Well, we did go to Israel together, which we haven't even talked about. So let's tell our our listeners about that. Yeah. Trip a well, bit. happy new year because we really haven't seen or talked to each other in weeks, I feel like, since before you went to Mexico. I know. So I know. yeah, it's good I know. To I miss, I miss you. you. Uh, yeah. Israel was amazing. We were there, as listeners know, for Amy's son Jules's bar mitzvah. And it was just such an epic trip. And when people ask me about it, Amy, they're like, where did you go? And I say, we saw the whole country. Basically, that's what it felt like. We did so yeah. much. Um, and Amy did the most phenomenal job planning it. We we're in Tiberias, which is in the north, and on the Sea of Galilee. And then we went to Jerusalem, and that's where the Bar Mitzvah was. And and it's just such a beautiful old city there. It's gorgeous. We saw the Dead Sea. We went to Tel Aviv. It was just one epic thing after the other. Like, what was your favorite part of it? Excluding Jules' Bar Mitzvah moment, because obviously that's what it was all about. I know. I was thinking about this the other day because I feel like there were favorite parts of each area we went to. I mean, obviously the bar mitzvah was my favorite part, but outside of that, I think it was just, well, I loved Masada because it was just so beautiful, but I honestly, it was just so fun to be together. 14 of us is like one family all together traveling together. I mean, it was definitely a lot and could be, you know, crazy and hectic, but it was just so fun, especially all the kids being together and seeing them together. So happy and so joyous. And it was just so great to spend time with everybody. Cause like, when do you ever get, you know, 10 days of spending time with your parents, your grandparents, your children, your, you know, niece and nephew, your sister-in-law, brother-in-law. I mean, that was probably the best part for me, um, from a family perspective. And yeah, I, I did love Masada and I loved 
Just Tel Aviv is such a cool city. Yeah. Uh, what about I, you? I mean, very similar things. Masada was my favorite moment, aside from Jules's bar mitzvah. There was something about that that was just so peaceful and just felt incredibly unique and one of a kind. And the surroundings where you are, it's just, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. And yeah. And then exactly. the fact that there's so much history in the ruins and everything. Um, and then I agree. Like, I also like those grottos. The grottos that was were really beautiful. Cool. In, um, yeah. It's hard to say. Was, it's but... a, it's Shrilankalhanka Hanka Hanka. I have no idea. <laughs> Rosh oh, Roshanikra. But I don't remember where that was. It's I in the it's north and it's on the Mediterranean. It was stunning. Um, and yeah, the family being together, seeing the kids, they were so happy. I was relieved because I was concerned taking, you know, Reese and Maddie abroad for the first time at young ages, how they would do. And they, they did like such a great job. They were rock stars. Yeah. I couldn't believe they were, they were hanging in. Like they did not have any meltdowns. Yeah. They were so good. I think good. it's because they were with their cousins and having like the best time. You know what I mean? If it was just like me and Adam, yeah. they would get bored yeah. with us and they would want to bail. Yeah. Um, but all of it, the whole thing was epic. So yeah, it was great. Yeah, exactly. Well, on to 23 and all the fun stuff for this year. So Katie and I have just been researching some trends that we wanted to share with you all that we think are things that are going to be focus areas in this space this year. And, you know, some of these, at least in in my research, are things we've already covered, which is cool. Some of these are things we probably want to cover. So um, without further ado, Katie, you want to get, you want to talk about the first trend that you have been thinking about? We're probably going to have some that are the same, but I'm (laughs) going to, I'm going to start with skin cycling. Have you've heard of skin cycling? Yeah. Yeah, it's yes. like I think it's definitely it's not anything new, but it's for sure trending and becoming more like the rage and people are also taking it very seriously. I know someone that has an Excel spreadsheet for her skin cycling program. <laughs> so, oh my god, yeah, it's that's hardcore. Intense. But basically skin cycling is when you exfoliate one night, you do your retinol program the next night and then you have a rest night and then which is you don't put any retinoids or anything is, is the rest night one it can day be as many days? days as you feel like your skin needs? It's it's just like unique. If oh, you have, okay. for me, I don't do well with retinoids every day. So I was doing my retinoids only once a week, but I wasn't really seeing results. So I'm going to start to do this and probably take like two to two rest days, I would think maybe, and, and give this a try. Yeah. I am. Um, we posted, um, we posted a TikTok video last year about skin cycling. I can't remember the doctor. We'll put it in the show notes. That's the one who invented like the name skin cycling, but she is the best one to follow because she talks about this protocol and it's worked really well for people. I tried it last year, but I wasn't like, I wasn't disciplined and I need to be more disciplined, but yeah, I heard it's really, I haven't been using retinol for a while, so I need to get back into it and do that. Cause I did hear, I mean, you see incredible Yeah. And results. I want to try, have you tried Tretinoin? Um, that's what I, that's the one that I want to try. Yes. I've tried Trentinoin. I've been, I probably have been using it on and off for the last year or so. I used a company called Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y. And you can, because you, it's prescription, so you can just order it online. And um, I use them for a while. I still have a lot of bottles and I have to get back to using that because that I think was pretty good. And it's a little bit stronger than just retinol, but it also had some other ingredients. So it wasn't really that harsh. Um, so yeah, that's a good reminder to start doing the skin cycling with the tretinoin or retinol and see how it goes. I also like haven't been doing a lot of stuff to my face because I was telling I was telling you, Katie, I got like this this rash. Um, just side note, this is so random, but 
when we were in Israel, some of the days I had like a cold, I had a sore throat. Um, I took medication, you know, whatever, Advil and stuff, and it was fine. But then a couple weeks later, which I didn't even realize was linked to it, I got this, like, it's called guttate psoriasis, which I didn't know what it was, but it's not, it's not psoriasis that like comes back like the autoimmune. It's just specifically related to a virus that is in your throat, like a strep or some sort of viral infection in your throat. The The dermatologist told me that every time he's seen gut taste psoriasis, it's linked to some sort of strep or throat infection. So I've never had anything like it. I had these, um, I still have them. They're still healing. I don't know if mm-hmm. you can see these red dots, but I had like these red, almost like tear-shaped drops, arms, legs, chest, oh stomach, couple on my face, like everywhere. And so it wasn't really uncomfortable. It was a little itchy, but not bad, but it was just like crazy looking. And I was like, I thought it was just going to go in the go away. I just thought it was like, I don't know, dry skin from the winter. I had no idea that it was related to that. And I was so glad I went to the dermatologist because he was like, no, it's actually probably, re- I mean, related to what you had a month ago or whatever it was. So he actually put me on amoxicillin for 10 days and like a um, prescribed like cream, which I've been putting on. So I'm still finishing out the amoxicillin and the cream and it's helping, but it's still not gone. So hopefully it will go away in the next that's few crazy. Weeks. But anyway, yeah, side I've never note. heard of that. So once that's all done with, I'm going to start my skin slicking yeah, again. Nice. Okay. All right. What's okay. yours? So, yeah. My next trend that I read about or, and know about is um, scalp and crown care. So this has been, you know, all over over the last year. But one of the things that I read from Pinterest predicts, they said that Gen X and boomers will prioritize skinification, which is a focus on the scalp and crown of your hair, um, which I've seen a lot of stuff around this. And I know last year we interviewed, or was it, gosh, I think it was like 2001. Um, I looked back, it was episode 21. We interviewed Dr. Iris Rubin, um, who was the founder of Scene Scalp Care. So we were yeah, ahead of the curve. And I still use um, which I, it's, I still use it too. It's incredible. And yeah, she obviously saw this was emerging. And now it's like such a big um, priority for people because, uh, again, according to Pinterest Predicts, things like scalp massage techniques, clean scalp, scalp treatment for dry scalp, natural hair mask for growth, clean scalp build have been um, up in search volume over the last, you know, year or so. So um, that will be a big focus for people. And also kind of related to this is um, reducing that stigma of hair loss, because again, there's been a lot of conversation around hair loss, hair shedding. Um, One study showed that 22% of people hospitalized from COVID experienced hair loss while many less severe cases also reported increased shedding. So like that's been a big topic. So I think, again, there'll be this focus on really taking care of your scalp and products that are going to be, they're already invented, but even more products coming out to address hair loss and thinning hair and all of that kind of stuff. So I thought yeah, that Yeah. And that also just happens to women naturally, like especially after pregnancies mm-hmm. and then as we get older with hormones shifting and everything as well, hair loss is, is a major factor. So that's- yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, I've seen a lot of TikToks recently of people showing their scalp routine where they like oil their hair and they massage it and they do like a like an exfoliator on their scalp once a week and it's like a whole nice. routine. So I don't do that. It sounds like too. it would be relaxing also. <laughs> I know, exactly. All right, my next one what is next? a little nail trend that I'm seeing a lot of. I'm seeing it all over TikTok and I'm starting to see it around town. <laughs> <laughs> glazed nails. I'm sure you've seen it. Have you seen the glazed nail? 
a little bit, like a like a glazed yeah, the donut glazed look. donut look. It's big on like I think I want to say Haley Bieber probably started the trend, mm-hmm. but now I'm really seeing it, you know, like locally. So I feel like when it's off of the celebrity, that's when you know that the trend is starting to to spread around. And is it like a nude nail or it can, can it be, be any color, but it's just has like any a color and look. it has the glazed look, but I'm seeing a lot of like white or silver or gold with the glazed look. It's pretty. I don't know how to ask for it. I don't know where. I know. I was just going to yeah. say, what do you ask for? Because I actually need to get a manicure. I'm like, oh, maybe I should try that out. But I'm I don't pretty even know. sure. I guess you yeah, have to show send a, picture. In a picture. And I'm pretty sure it's called the glazed donut now. So we'll we'll confirm that. We'll put it in our show notes so that you know where to go, how to ask for it at your nail salon. That's fun. Yeah. I was reading something about not specifically um, that, but just nails in general and trends of people having yeah. shorter nails. I saw that I also, the shorter thing, nail, which anyway. thank God, because I can't grow my nails to save my life. I know. They break as soon as I Same. get like a centimeter on them. All right. What do you have next? Okay. So what I have next is um, something I read in Well and Good, which is mobility workouts are going mainstream. Meaning searches for mobility exercises, mobility training increased 50% on YouTube and Google in the past year. And I guess there was this video, which I missed, but um, again, we'll post it in the show notes of this doctor who shared a video of three simple moves that you can do before bed. And it got like 10 million views and went viral. And it's really just kind of like, they're saying it's part of your well-rounded fitness routine. So like strength training, cardio and flexibility, and then this mobility piece. So like, it's actually defined as a joint's ability to move actively through a range of motion. Mobility has long been part of modalities like yoga and Pilates. So it's kind of like if you think of the mobility involved in like cat-cow or thread the needle in yoga, things like that, it's just becoming more to the forefront because I think people, you know, are sitting a lot and they want these exercises to really get that flex- flexibility and mobility back. Sorry, that's that's Vinny. The um, is, I wonder also if that's similar to like fashion movement, like what Laura, Lauren Roxborough does. And I've also seen Shelly Marshall do it where yeah. like you're literally just kind of swaying around almost like you're dancing as well and like moving your hips around like in rotation and everything. That's I think, right. And I started doing that and you can really feel it kind of loosen up your body and it feels good. I mean, and also you, you end up moving your body's your body in ways that maybe you don't with exercise. I think that's like the cat cow is not something you would ever really do in exercise aside from when you're doing cat cow. Right. So. And when you do it, it feels so good, but yeah, you're right. Lauren um, has tons of videos on her feed about mobility exercises. So yeah. Good call. What do you All right. So the next one is, and I would be shocked if this is not on your list is peptides, the use of peptides. It's not on my list because I feel like, well, Nirvana Sisters, we do have an episode coming out. I think it's going to be the week after this airs on peptides, and I cannot wait for you to hear that. But I feel like we talked about it. Did we talk about it last no. year or do we not? I feel no, like it's come we up. we haven't okay. talked about it. And for those of you that don't know, all right, so there's a lot of science behind it, and it's very hard for me to articulate it. So it's a great thing that we've got this new episode coming out, but it's it's – different forms of amino acids and all of these natural occurring peptides that are in your body that 
doctors can now give to someone to help with things like inflammation and weight loss and muscle recovery and uh, immunity and so on. And the the episode we have coming up to to discuss it is super interesting. And then I also did a, a consult with um, with Joy Wellness, who is who we are going to be airing our episode with soon. And I think you did Amy as well. And we need to bring the doctor on here to talk about the science behind it because it's very, very interesting. So I think we're going to have probably two episodes about peptides, but if you have been following the Kardashians, which it feels like literally, unless you're under a rock in a cave in the middle of, I don't know, Syria, you can't not follow the Kardashians and they part, part of what they're doing is to, to, you know, like Kim Kardashian, like she's lost a lot of weight recently. And I kind of think she's going a little overboard. Oh, is that how she yeah, lost all that weight? I kind of think she's going overboard. Don't you like, she's getting a little too thin, but it's a, it's a yeah. big like celebrity thing. And so of course, as I said earlier, when the celebs start doing it, people start wondering what the heck is going on and it becomes a trend. And the cool thing though, is that there are more of these wellness functional medicine doctors that are making this readily available. It's not cheap. It is expensive, but it's accessible. And I think we're probably going to start to see a lot more of it. Yeah. There's a lot of of virtual companies doing it. And I think, yeah, to your point, I mean, hopefully insurance will start covering some of these things too, because um, they really do help with a lot of things. We, yes, like Katie said, we'll have this episode coming up, but we'll also have our own journeys on peptides because I'm going to start doing something soon and we'll talk about it on the show this year. So excited about that. Okay. My next one, um, which we've talked about a little bit on the show, but not too much is hot and cold therapy. So I'm reading and hearing and seeing that hot and cold therapy is about to be accessible to the masses. So like there's a lot that goes into hot and cold therapy and I don't pretend to obviously be an expert in the, the, the philosophy of it, but it really does help with, um, reducing stress. It like speeds up your metabolism. And so actually it's funny because I had been reading a lot about hot and cold therapy and I've been at the end of my shower, I don't know, for the last couple of months doing like a cold shot, like a freezing cold um, water, which is brutal. But like, I've been trying to beat my record, which I really can't get past 30 seconds. And you're supposed to do it probably for like a minute or two. But it does increase my energy for the day. Like I feel like a burst when I get out of the shower. So um, that's just like one small way to do it. That's free. But there's so many different things. You know, there's ice rollers. There's, you know, these um, infrared spas. But then there's companies, I forget the company name, that a higher dose, like they have those infrared blankets that you can get um, much more affordable than obviously getting a big infrared sauna for your house. But there's a, just a lot more devices that are coming out that helped that help with, you know, eliminating toxins and reducing inflammation and boosting your immunity and all of those sorts of things. So it's, it's, um, you know, practice, um, to utilize this part of your routine. And it was funny. I was reading, um, an article, I think it was in mind, body green, and someone had mentioned the editor favorite, which was the solo wave wand, which is funny because Lauren Roxburgh, Roxburgh talked about it when she was on our show, the solo wave. And I ended up buying it. 
they actually had this deal on the holidays. It was like buy one, get one. So I bought one for me and I bought one for my husband to use. So I haven't used it too much, but it's that red light therapy um, wand that you put on your face. So it like kind of gets warm and you put it over your face. So I, I haven't used it enough to have an opinion on it. So maybe it'll be in a future product junkies. But anyway, I just thought it was funny that that, that came up because we just talked about it with Lauren. She was, it's like part of her five minute flow. She does that wand. So more to come on hot and cold therapy and how you can implement. Well, also daily. that's what cryotherapy is, which, you know, places like restore hyper wellness offer cryo oh, right. and then they're a really yeah. simple and affordable way to do it. It's a probably a one-time investment is people are doing plunge baths in their backyard and, and like, you know, you fill up a big, um, it's, it's an outdoor bath. that's probably copper or something. Yeah. And oh, yeah, you can I've literally it, fill it yeah. with ice water and people go outside and, and just plunge and come out. So it's, I, I, I know. couldn't ever do that in a million years, but I know a little bit of the science behind it. I know. The reason why it lowers your stress levels is because when you're actually in the moment of the cold therapy, it peaks your stress response. And so what ends up happening is you build a tolerance to stress. So it mm. just essentially levels up <clears throat> your body's ability, your physiological response to handle stress period, like any kind of stress, which is the really amazing thing about it. Um, so that's part that, that much I know about the cold therapy. It's great for inflammation and many things. Yeah. And according, I know um, I had listened to a whole episode and again, we'll put it in the show notes um, with neuroscientist Andrew Huberman. Um, and he talks, it's like, I think he does two episodes on hot and cold exposure. I listened to it a while ago and he suggests doing deliberate cold exposure for at least 11 minutes per wow. week total. Each session should be between one and five minutes in length. So yeah, good luck there. But that's like his recommendation. And he also said, what did he say here that I wrote? He said, yes, he said, you can achieve the benefits of cold exposure and the water should, by doing that, and the water should be uncomfortably cold yet safe. So, and he's got a whole philosophy on the, the, the hot stuff too. Like he, his morning routine, it was like, you know, he does the cold plunge and then he does the infrared sauna. Like he goes back and forth a couple of times. Yeah. That's interesting. I've done that at a spa once before. It was, yeah. Me too. I did it over vacation this winter. They had like a hydrotherapy like session and I did it yeah. and it was incredible. Yeah, that's great. All right. My next one is from Forbes magazine and this is part of their 2023 wellness trends. And we've heard this from a few people now, micro workouts, uh, which is great because mm. I feel like I always do a micro workout. It's <laughs> like 15, 20 minute hit here or there, whether it's low impact, whether it is high impact, uh, just trying to squeeze in throughout your day what you can to get your movement in. And maybe that's 15 minutes in the morning and then 10 minutes in the afternoon, or maybe all you're doing that day is 20 minutes. Um, but it to quote Adrian Richardson, he's the senior content strategist for Fitbit at Google, says these short takes on fitness add up to big results and are a delightful and fun way to get moving. Um, and if, I mean, if you think about it, it's just so much easier to make happen with our busy schedules and our busy lives. So uh, also we were talking about that again with Lauren Roxborough about you just mm -hmm. kind of like fit in what you can throughout your day. Next thing you know, you've done like a 40 minute workout if you add it all up together. So I love the idea of micro workouts. It's, it's, I think the days of like feeling like you have to go in and crush it in the gym for an hour, two hours, just, you know, walk out of there. Like you can't, no. you know, legs shaking and can't walk. Those days are gone. At least for me, they are. So. Yeah, exactly. No, I read a lot about that too. And I think um, we've talked about Melissa Wood Health a lot on the show, but that's like a great way to do these micro 
movements because she'll have like a five minute arm workout. And so if you're at your desk and you do some stretches and you do that for five minutes here and then you meet, go on a walk later and then, yeah, it all adds up. And I think that's a great way to get all your movement in. I love that. I read about that too. Okay. My next trend, um, which I had heard recently on a podcast and I've also read a bit about it, but workouts that align with your menstrual cycle which is really funny because I feel like probably you and I do this intuitively, but it's really like this, um, there's been an increase in all of these like period tracking apps. And basically it's, you know, doing the type of exercise that your body needs during whatever, whatever, what is it called? The luteal cycle that you're in for your, for your menstruation. So sometimes that could be cardio. Sometimes that could be a walk. Yeah, and I had I had read that like working out the same way every day isn't exactly conducive to someone's menstrual cycle. So again, it's just like recognizing that you're always fluctuating and then adapting your body to what your body needs at that at that point. So as an example, I had read about someone who had said she was doing high intensity workouts the first week after her period and then she's winding down and doing something else the following week. So just an interesting trend that I keep hearing about. And and another trend I'll say that's part of working out and sort of part of these, well, I wouldn't say it's a micro workout, but it's kind of in the same vein that I'll mention because we posted about it last year was the incline, incline walking challenge, which is the 313 for 30. So it's um, you're on a treadmill, you're going three miles per hour, you're doing it for 30 minutes at 12. Sorry, did I say 313.30 or 313.12? But Essentially, it's this idea where, I mean, I've been doing it. So you're on a 12 incline. So it feels like you're doing a hike and you're doing it at, you know, three and you're doing it for 30 minutes. So um, when I saw that on TikTok and posted it on Instagram last year, I started doing it. And so now I've incorporated it. I try to do it once a week. It's really hard, but it feels really good. And I also like it because it's like set it, forget it. You just put the put the treadmill on 12 and you just walk and like, I'll watch the Kardashians or just like do or listen to a podcast while I'm doing it. But at least I don't have to think. And I just kind of like do it. And it's a really good way to get sweaty, but like also feel really good, but you're not running where you kind of get so winded. It's a really good way to get um, a, a bit more of a high intensity workout. So I just thought that was cool that I saw that incline walking challenge listed as one of the Yeah, trends. I think uh, I've, I have been seeing a lot about this exercise cycling as well. And it's, you're right. Like it's kind of just, if you're intuitive with your exercise, I feel like that's what as women, what we're doing when our bodies can't, you know, sometimes I'm like really revved up and I need an intense workout. And sometimes I it's, I'm dragging to do something. So I just do like a nice slow yoga flow and it's, it has a lot to do with hormones. So to sync it up is, is really smart. And also when you're overdoing it in the gym, like you're messing with your cortisol and everything. So that has a lot to do with like, like you said, the micro workouts and just kind of taking it down a notch and not killing ourselves in the gym anymore to get results. We don't have to, you can get results. I know. I want you to try the, the 12, try the three thirty twelve, And I want to see what you think I will. of it. I need to try um, though. I really like it. The first five minutes for me are always the hardest. I'm like dying. And then after that, I'm it's, it gets easier. But yeah, I want to hear yeah. what you think about that. And you too, Nirvana Sisters family, let us know if you want to, if you try that. Yeah, agreed. All what right, so next? this is my next one. I think we're going to start to see a lot behind sleep hygiene. And when I say sleep hygiene, like oh, yeah. people are definitely paying more attention 
to their sleep, to how they fall asleep, how they stay asleep. Um, there's a, according to Forbes, there is a, a big trend called sleep sinking. And that's when you adjust your sleep cycle to the rhythms of nature, like the sun and the moon and t- tuning it into your circadian rhythm. And, you know, we saw that you were one of the first people I knew with the, what is it, is it called hatch, the sunrise timer. And that's when yeah. you, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's an alarm clock that literally like lights up like the sun rises um, for when you set it. So you slowly wake up. Have you been using that? Do you use it all the time? Oh, I use it every day. Yeah. And the other, uh, you know, mouth taping people. So this is like a whole (laughs) thing, right? I've heard um, Lauren Bostick on Skinny Confidential. She always talks about this because she mouth tapes while she's meditating. But so you literally just put this tape on your mouth and intentionally breathe through your nose, which is Probably really hard to do. I feel like I'd be like. Scared. I know I haven't like tried I it, breathe but something. it's also for your teeth as well. It's good for your teeth. Like mouth breathing, it it breaks down the degradation of your teeth. Yeah, which is interesting. That's so, true. So you know, tape up the old mouth, and then the other one is I feel like people are becoming more aware of sleep apnea, and this is not just for necessarily like older people, very overweight people, there's obstructive airway sleep apnea, uh, which I found out I have. Mm. But the reason why I think this is going to be more of a a trend to just pay attention to it within the sleep hygiene is because now you can do at-home sleep apnea tests. Now they have small little like portable, easy sleep apnea devices, all of these things, right? So my father's had sleep apnea for a long time. He like he looks like an elephant with this giant thing sticking. It's a mask that he would put on at night that's connected to this whole concoction. It's horrible, uncomfortable, miserable. Oh. But if you have really bad sleep apnea, you have to use it because otherwise you're um, it's it's bad for your Can't heart. It, it's cardiovascular wise. Sleep apnea is like one of the worst things for your heart. So now that oh, they've wow. made advances, I think um, it's just going to tie into the sleep hygiene focus and people really paying attention more and putting an importance on what we can do to sleep better. So sleep is everything. Yeah. I always hear about sleep apnea, but I don't really know what it is like other than like snoring, but it's, you stop. So it's I can like, tell you exactly what it is. You stop breathing because your airway is obstructed. And when you stop breathing, part of, why is it ex- obstructed well, for though? people that are, that looks, it's obstructed is, is it for like... people that are overweight because the weight like literally can push into it. Oh. So I found out that I have a very small airway. <laughs> so my, um, oh. I use those, uh, Invisalign mouth guards and they, mm-hmm. how it changed my bite ended up actually making my airway smaller. So that's why it's become a bigger thing. Oh. For the, yeah. It, so when you stop breathing at night, a, it, may or may not wake you up, but what it always does is it raises your cortisol because you're obviously not breathing. You cannot breathe for seconds at a time. And that over time, these constant like shots of raising your cortisol and affecting you physiologically starts to affect your heart. And for some people, they, they stop breathing like 200 times a night. It's insanity. Yeah. Oh my God. I did my test I don't know, maybe in the spring. And I think it was like, like 80 times that I stopped breathing or something. And you just oh you snore. And yeah. So you end up never being rested and you don't really know why, because you don't always totally wake up. So it's kind of wild. I mean, there's, it's definitely a good thing for people to be aware of and that there's something you can do about it. Yeah. I read a lot about sleep too, being a very hot topic, sleep hygiene, sleep wellness, all that stuff. And I think too, there's a lot of now devices to track your sleep. Like there's one 
What's that? It's yeah, like the a ring you wear that tracks your sleep. Also, aura. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, that's that's a that's a big one, and I think we'll continue over the next few years as people are really paying attention to that. Definitely. Okay, so the last one I have, I just thought was kind of funny, and I can very much relate to it. And Katie, you probably can too. I was reading in Pure Wow an article about some trends, and one of the things they said it was coined by this um, workout place, I guess, in New York called the Nest, but they call it the AARP Special. So it's it refers to people of all ages eating dinner earlier <laughs> at times previously only preferred by preferred by older people. So I was laughing when I read this, but like they were saying that this person was saying that we're already seeing a shift to earlier dinner reservations across the hospitality industry and the additional information people can get from wearables. People are more informed of the effects that late dinner has on their sleep, readiness and recovery. So they said, expect to be seeing a lot of wellness gurus eating early with plenty of time to digest and set, set themselves up for a successful sleep routine. So I can totally relate to this. I love I an early dinner. Yeah, That's I know you funny. do too. So I just thought that was so funny. And the tagline. I could literally eat dinner at five o'clock every night. And we did a couple's dinner a few weeks back with a friend of mine. She's a fairly new friend. And it was with the kids. And I, I said, what time? Let's do an early dinner because we have the kids. I'm thinking she's going to come back with, okay, how's 530? I was like, you were best. We are now best friends. <laughs> you're like, you're my girl. <laughs> <laughs> we literally went to dinner at 430. It was fantastic. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, they say that you're not supposed to eat. I think it's like two or three hours before bed. I was also listening to something the other day where they were saying you should stop eating when the sun goes down. So I do, I mean, it's just, it's obvious when you stop eating and then you go to bed and your stomach isn't full, like you feel so much better in the morning. Like how many times have you been to like a late dinner where you're eating this heavy meal and then you can't sleep? It's horrible. Yeah. Love an early dinner. My last one is definitely in line with this month because it is dry January, but I think we are going to start to see a big Mm. trend of sober curious and more and yep. more products for those that are sober curious, but want to feel like they're having a mocktail or even there's now products that have like nootropics and adaptogens and botanics in them that are supposed to kind of give you a relaxing feeling or even sometimes lift you up. It's a big trend with, again, these celebrities making these brands. You have Katy Perry has Desoy, uh, Luan de Lesseps has Fose. Blake Lively has Betty Buzz and Bella Hadid has Kenny Forks, which I have tried. And I like Kenny Forks. Mm. Adam loves it. It's a little pricey. It's $57 for a pack of 12. Yeah, that's what? kind of absurd. But I think the point is, is that we're just going to see it more readily available. And a lot of people are just kind of like not so interested in drinking as much alcohol, which I think is great. I, you know, it's like gone are the days of, I think the social society, the pressure of always feeling like you need to have a drink when you're out at a party or something. So I think it's a good thing. It's definitely a wellness trend. All right. Well, this was a good little 2023 forecast. And I, I would say that we will definitely be featuring a lot of what we just talked about in our upcoming episodes this year. Uh, So we'll get more into the nitty gritty of all of it. And if you all have seen trends, let us know. DM us, tell us what you've seen. Um, We'd love to look out for for all these trends and keep you guys updated. So um, yeah, hope you enjoyed this show. Lots of new fun stuff coming up in 23. We are excited to start the new year with you all. 
So I have one little exercise that I, not exercise, but um, thing that I did, um, we posted it on Instagram the other day and I thought it was super interesting. So I don't know about you all, but planning for the new year and goals and vision boards. I used to, you know, have a journal where I'd write things down and I haven't done that for like a year or so because I just find it like mentally draining sometimes. And I know like people do these vision boards and it looks like so elaborate and fun. But I I, I put this on uh, the other day because I saw this TikToker saying this and I actually thought it was really genius. It was like, okay, here's like a quick way to put together a vision board. Just like go on your phone, find 12 images that you like, put them all kind of like on your phone together and then take a screenshot of it and put it on your home screen on yourself. That's a good idea. So that's what I did. I don't know, Katie, if you can see this yet, because you're constantly referencing it. So let me get my notifications off my screen to show you my screen. Um, So I tried it. Well, you'll see my notifications, but see how I have like a vision board. Yeah. On my so screen you screenshotted now? different things and then you put them all together. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. So I basically, like if you, if you um kind of like favorite photos and then like duplicate them or just copy them and put them all in like an album, basically, if you want, there's a couple of different ways to do it. Um, We'll reshare the, we'll reshare the, the TikTok that I'm talking about, but yeah. And you literally just put it on your home screen. Cause I used to have a different, you know, more kind of serene home screen. So when I first put this on, I was like, I don't know if I want this on my home screen. Cause I feel like it's annoying and it's giving me to do's, but then I changed my mindset around it. And I'm like, no, actually it's a really good reminder of the things I want to focus on this year, whether it be like movement or, you know, any beauty things or, you know, focus. I have like a little thing about protein because I want to focus on eating more protein, stuff like that. So it's actually like a really good reminder. And a you, you pick up your phone a million times a day. I just thought it was such a good idea instead of doing, you know, journaling it. This was just kind of like a super quick way to do it. It took me like two seconds and I just found some photos that I liked on my phone. Um, this person said she just went into like her Instagram and looked at things that she liked or that she saved and like just save them down and put it on her phone. And I just kind of went through my phone and my Instagram and see kind of the things that I had looked at over the last year and did it. So anyway, I just I, that was cool. I love that. Not a trend, but a but a 2023 exercise um for everyone to do. Yeah, that I have to say fun. I was I've been working on a mood board and it's taking me forever because I'm not buying a lot of magazines and the clippings and the whole thing. Like I don't, you know, not a mood yeah. board, but a vision board. So yeah, I, that's great. And I'm gonna do it. All right. Well, I love it. Thanks for listening, Nirvana Sisters family. And uh, we are excited for this year ahead with you. So happy, happy new year. Bye. Thanks for listening to Nirvana Sisters. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also, find us on Instagram at Nirvana Sisters. If you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would, please share it and tag us. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana Sisters. We'll continue to watch out for all things wellness so you don't have to. Bye.